0: Glitter rpg a day take over favor i could talk about the many favors i do other people because i both care and can't say no or i could talk about the way that you can use npcs asking for favors to get players to do almost anything if you frame it right but instead i'm gonna ask you the listener for a little favor I'm going to keep this short so that you can go find out what's happening with Kyra, and in return, do you think you could share my podcast on a media somewhere, or review the podcast, or like and follow any of my other media like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube? They're all linked in the show notes, and it would mean a lot to me to know that you're enjoying this series as it starts to come to a close now, with only a few days left for Kyra. And speaking of, we better go see you, because I have a feeling things are... Heating up. Dim light began to filter into the blackness of the tunnel, and Kyra walked solemnly towards it. The redhead with no name had mentioned others when she had said that Danfern had gone this way. She expected to walk into a number that she couldn't take on by herself. Noticing plant life growing along the walls now, she knew it wouldn't be long until she met these others. Who were they that they had decided to follow Danfern and destroying the world instead of growing it? And why? There were too many unanswered questions, and she had a strong feeling growing like she was running out of time and may never know all of the answers. She felt like a solution to a question that nobody had actually asked. Kyra grasped her staff tightly as she stepped out of the cave mouth into the ravine, and saw armed figures looking down on her, weapons trained on her as they watched her walk past. Giving them a brief glance, she walked forward, single-minded in her goal. If they shot her, then I guess her goal would be over. But where was Danfern? Further into the ravine, she could see that the paths had been edged into the cliffs, and people used them to travel out of sight, presumably to the top of the cliff. There were makeshift camps here as people seemed to be readying their weapons and themselves to fight. She passed attentive casters preparing their spells. Unsurprisingly, she heard many murmurs of fire. There were archers firing at targets and fighters polishing weapons. She didn't have time for this, and seeing all these creatures here felt very overwhelming. Elves, dwarves, humans, orcs, and some more nightmarish creatures with fangs and horns and extra limbs. All of them gathered here with a mutual hate in their hearts and the desire to do something about it it was terrifying. And where was he? She thought about asking someone, but she just couldn't bring herself to do it. She didn't trust her own voice not to give away who she was, somehow. She had reached the end of the ravine, and could see the edge of the ledge they were on just ahead. She was about to give up and just yell his name out loud when some instinct made her look up, and there he was. He stood high above, looking out towards where she knew Valefall could be seen in the distance, looking with quiet intensity. His green skin was vibrant and rippling as his bare chest caught the sunshine, and Kyra felt her breath catch as she gazed at the cause of the world's destruction, or soon to be, if she didn't have anything to do with that. For a moment she was caught with doubt, as she wondered how someone so beautiful, could be so cold, and she wondered if this was all some horrible mistake for the millionth time. As her eyes finally turned from the horizon, they searched around as if he could feel the weight of her gaze. They passed over her and then swept back and stopped. And he turned to face her properly as he locked eyes with her and he smiled. He swept his arm and bent his knees in a teasing bow of welcome, never once taking his dancing purple eyes from hers, and gestured for her to come up the path. He winked and then disappeared from view. Kara found herself craning her neck to see where he had gone, her heart beating fast in her chest and she nearly overbalanced in desire to see him again. Instantly, she was angry at herself. Oh no, thought Kyra. I am not getting distracted by strong arms and sparkling eyes like some damn elfling child. He must be stopped and that's what I'm here to do. She squared her shoulders and started towards the path. The thought slipped into her mind, unbidden and unwelcome. Cardi looked delicious though, before she mentally slapped herself for it. At the top of the path she was breathing heavy from fighting her desires to get them under control just as much as she was from the steepness of the rocky ledge. She could see there was a command structure set up here and I had a wonderful view of Valefall but at any other time she would lose herself in hours of admiring the land and the way it was laid like a blanket in front of her. Danfern was waiting for her and when she crested the top, he had dismissed the soldiers up here and was already moving towards her, arms outstretched and laughing. As the soldiers passed her by to walk down to the bottom, he exclaimed, Kyra, you made it! I knew once you'd felt the fire inside of you that you'd join our cause! And he wrapped an arm around her back and squeezed her against his side. The feeling of his warm skin on hers was doing some confusing things to her mind as her breath struggled and her mind screamed at her to do something. Now! You left me, escaped her lips, and she was horrified to hear that she sounded like a whiny school elfling. This was not how it was supposed to go. Where were you? Oh, that, Danfern said dismissively as he let her go. Well, King Tenkhoa's troops were on the move nearby, and they couldn't know what we were up to before the big day. It was easier to just leave you there and have them think it was an accident. Nobody looking at you could think you were up to anything deceitful. You're far too innocent looking for that. And he winked at her, grinning at his own joke. She could feel her jaw drop at this blatant sacrifice of her like she was nothing. And her anger began to build. Finally, winning against the fires of her desire, she couldn't help but feel f- for this poisonous creature. She spun around, away from Danfern, so he couldn't see the fury on her face. And he approached her from behind, his voice dripping softly into his ears as he sp- into her ears as he spoke. It's beautiful, isn't it, Failful. It should have been mine, you know. My mother was queen, and I was to rule. But not just Valeful. I was to rule the whole world and the skies above. I was born to do it. Danfern stepped past her and walked towards the edge of the cliff, staring off again. He continued with, But they only take. They took my mother. They took Veilfall. They tried to take my destiny, but they only made me stronger. Kyra stepped forward behind him with her arms outstretched. Maybe if she just... Just a little push. And then it would just all be over. I will take it, Kyra. And she started at hearing her name. But continued slowly and as quietly as she could. But not to have it. No. I will take it and destroy it. So they know what it is like to lose everything before I take everything. Kyra was nearly there. Shaking, she readied herself for the shove. I will make them regret what they did to me. They're dead already. They just don't know it. And as Kyra listened to this madness, she sprang at him with everything she had and only at the last minute realised what he had said. What did he mean? Already. So I'm going to roll a stealth check for Kyra of plus four against an insight check for Danfern of plus. Bye. Okay so Kyra rolled a four and he rolled a five both of them are doing horribly there. Okay so as Kyra jumped Danfern turned having heard her approaching and caught her in his arms as they tumbled to the ground he had enough time to seem confused as he grunted out a surprised Kyra and then they were headed over the edge together unless they could stop themselves. Okay so it's a deck save DC 15, Kyra's got a plus four, Danfern's got a plus three, oh, and they both make it. They managed to untangle themselves quick enough to grasp the grass and roots on the edge before they fell, and they stared, fury etched in their faces as they hung inches from each other. Kyra, you don't know what you're messing with, Danfern growled at her. I am the God's chosen one, and I will rule. Oh Yeah. Kairos spat back in his face. Then how come the gods sent me to stop you? For the first time, Kyra saw something flit across Danfern's face that looked a lot like fear or a haunted innocence. But it was only a flicker, and then it was gone. He started clambering up the edge And Kyra finally registered the cries of the soldiers of destruction coming to his rescue No, she thought, this is my only shot, I've got to do this She pulled on the grass to get herself up As she held out her hand and began to cast a spell Okay, so let's do this fairly The battle is now on And because I'm DM and player I'm going to do it like this So the soldiers are all going to go in one turn Danfern on another And then Kyra I'm gonna play the soldiers kind of like a swarm and that they do less damage the less in number they have um Danfern is a druid with a few altered stats and spells because he's more powerful than like the druid you find in the monster manual and well you know Kyra so let's roll initiative Kyra's gonna use the metal die all right Yeah. So Danfern's on a 19, Kyra's on a 16 and the soldiers are on a 6. Well, they did shit. Okay, they need a strength save of DC 14 to pull themselves up and that would be their movement. So let's start there because I wouldn't be so mean as to leave you without some kind of action here. It's the big fight. I know you want to know. So okay all right so Danfern rolls a nine plus two so 11 to try and get up as he struggles to pull himself up all the way and in a fury as he struggles stretches out a hand towards her because he's not up he's just going to cast a spell and he can she can see the flame growing in his palm so large she can feel the heat before it flies towards her he's going to roll cool so that's a 15 plus 10 so that's a hit on an ac of 15 uh, she takes um she takes some damage oh what was it what was it i didn't write it down 3d8 okay and i didn't get my dice ready oh my god this is life Da, 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 da. singing a song as i get my dice ready this is my daddy my dice ready song i hope you like my dice ready song da, 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 da. anyway okay here we go all right yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now this is my math song this is me as i am. okay so it's so a 13 13 damage as she feels the fire bite and see her skin Kyra struggles to get up, but she rolled a 16 on the dice, so yes Kyra! So with one last good yank, she crawls onto the ledge, and panting lowers herself to look into his eyes as he holds on. Kyra's brain is screaming at her to cut him, to burn him, to call down the very sky on him, but she knows she might only get one shot, and she can't waste it. She doesn't want to kill him, she doesn't ever want to kill again, she just needs him to not to not hurt anyone not now not ever and suddenly she knows what to do her voice rings out strong and wraps around the two of them as she says i need you to do me a favor dan fern opens his mouth to reply but before he can the magic whirls around them and he stares wide-eyed mouthing the word no 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 over and over and over again as she continues i need you to never hurt or kill anyone innocent of wrongdoings ever again, and that includes the citizens of Valeful who had no part in what happened to you those many years ago. Danfern's face screwed up in horror as he fought with her in a battle of wills. She is casting Gaius, 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 Gaius. Oh, however you say that. Anyway, and laying down a command that must be obeyed or suffer damage penalties psychic damage and he needs to roll a wisdom saving throw dc 18 and he does have a plus eight so she needs him to roll a nine or under cross your fingers everyone thanks for joining me in this jules from nz rpg a day takeover special i hope you're enjoying our improvised dnd 5e story Tune in tomorrow for our next prompt. Thanks to my gems, KP, Bobby, Shell, Scott, Glenn, James, and Jason. And a big thanks to everyone listening. I don't know if it was Aotearoa New Zealand or Roleplay Games that brought you here, but I'm super glad that you've stopped by. We'll be back to New Zealand episodes in September, because August is for RPG. E no hora, ka kite anō. Goodbye, and see you again soon. M <muchas>